Welcome to Passion Play Profit. I'm your host, Peter Liu, and I'll be interviewing both young and grizzled entrepreneurs to teach you how to find your passion, play, enjoy, persevere in the game of business, and get rewarded for it. Today, I'm privileged and honored to be joined by the CEO and founder of ST Platform, a dis disruptive software startup using an AI-enabled virtual world system that lowers the cost of 3D production by developing 3D engine that's capable with neural networks so they can train AI to make virtual worlds. Virtual worlds. He's an AI researcher and a computationalist, 10 years of experience in programming, and he's only 22. Bell Chen, welcome to the show. Let's talk about how you turned your passion to play, to profit. Hi, uh, hello everyone. Um, I, I'm really glad to get on my, actually it's my first uh, <laughs> podcast ever. But nice. uh, yeah, I was uh, graduated um, in, in Ohio State University a few months ago. Like uh, I turned my hobby project into this, uh, into this whole business. And uh, I'm really glad I get invited uh, because of um, the honor of <laughs> yeah. and all the other, all the, all the, um, and also, currently, we are doing a fundraising right now, so I got a lot of right. to talk about. Yeah. Absolutely, I love it. And Bell, the honor is all mine, man. Ultimately, I want to inspire the next generation, and I think you have exactly the right mindset and the right actions, also to show that um, you know, that you can really you know create something very meaningful and impactful to this world. So I want to start off with something you know, you know, I think inherent to you, right, which is your passion, right. So you know, you seem to have a lot of experience in AI coding, technical experience. What kind of led you to even like AI in the first place? What was your first exposure like? Um, and how did you get your first taste? And how did you kind of develop that skill set over time? Yeah, actually, uh, it's a long story. Um, mm -hmm. My father, uh, he yeah. was a computer scientist, and he got a master's nice. degree back in China in the 90s. Wow. So my father, like, so when, when I'm in elementary school, uh, mm -hmm. in grade five or grade six, and my dad just threw me a computer science book, and let me just start. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I first get in touch with programming, and mm -hmm. I do participate in a, like, uh, like computer science like, with algorithm competition yeah. in a in a middle school, but we don't have a team in the middle school, so that we go to high school. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. that's, you know, how I get started by the computer. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. it's really, it's a, it's a really funny toys. Like, yeah. Actually, I think it's like, because um you can do a lot of things um well i think the first time that i really get into artificial intelligence is in the, uh in the, in the high school like mm -hmm. i first read an article like like because that, that time like i really was wondering like how brain like how my brain is working because right. i was comparing like uh uh because I, I mentioned in my linkedin profile like i'm a computationalist because uh, yes. uh uh in other world it's like i, I want to like compare how the compa computer work and the and, and the artificial intelligence, like right. how the human brain is working. So right. I make a comparison, and I I read a lot of articles, and I mm -hmm. and I learned like how how the computer, like how those uh how, how they turn a statistical algorithm into yes. a like a machine learning algorithm where you can abstract the like distilled knowledge from a Absolutely. from a data set, which is mm -hmm. which is so interesting to me. Like exactly. I started digging more and uh, uh run like using my graphic cards like to awesome. just literally <laughs> just run through a lot of like project on the GitHub yeah. and. Uh, and lately, my dad brought me into a local university, and there's mm. uh, a laboratory where uh, those graduate students they uh, prepare their th thesis, and I, yep. I would just join them as a team members. And because wow. I have uh, experiences in coding, and they yeah. just let me do do the work, and I I, I was like uh, co-published a paper back in grade twelve. Uh, That's awesome. With, with some, yeah. <laughs> wow, that is insane. I think it's, it's I think it's things like this where your parents are influencers, right? You find interest in it, and they slowly build over that over time, and then it's like something that's so solidified and autonomous you just automatically find a ton of interest and passion towards it so it just never gets old and i love it so yeah no that's, yeah. that's a little bit with me in terms of just general finance general business so i feel that 100 <laughs> um so I, I also want to jump right into sd platform right because this is yeah, sure. something that is very interesting to me and um i want to start off with again just broad questions so that i'll let you you know explain you know what exactly is sd platforms um and and why is it significant to you why is it important to you uh and you know 
how why do you see this opportunity as you know one that is uh you know good with this current uh, market yeah actually uh uh the 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 beginning of the platform it, it, it I, so in in the past i didn't really think about the market but i can mm. actually like came up with a, like an introduction of a very short story so actually really? my parents my my my, my dad for 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 make me play any video games until high school, I think like I, oh, yeah, I was like too, upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, like yeah. I think it's a you know it's the relationship of me and video game is complicated. I was yes. thinking you know I was always wondering game is a powerful psychological tool yeah. that can manipulate people in some yes. way. Like yes. so that's why when I first started this project, I I was like in the pandemic, like mm-hmm. uh, I was playing Legend of Zelda at that yeah. time. Like I really really shocked by like the influence, <laughs> the psychological right. impact right. the video game can bring to me. So I was wondering if I can combine the AI and 3D. Mm. So, 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 you know, leveraging my ex- expertise and I can build something that is like way more influential exactly. than the video games nowadays. Yeah. And also for a good purpose, for sure. So, right. <laughs> so that's where I start this project. And after mm. then I dig in more, I found out that like, uh, because of all the, all the video games nowadays, mostly mm-hmm. they're using uh polygon mesh rendering structures, right. like, mm-hmm. uh, like it's like a tri- triangular type of uh, rendering structure because from my knowledge uh all, most of the like uh ai algorithm uh, especially yeah. the algorithm based on convolutional neural network they they only like fit into like grid like a uh, grid-based data which yes. is like pixel images mm-hmm. but it's like super hard to uh make connection to those three graphics so that's where i found like th- there's a huge loophole in the industry where like this type of area is never been passed touched and i started to uh like create an engine that yeah. uh based on like uh a new type of data structure mm-hmm. it's voxel and also it's 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 a more right. compressive type of uh, algorithm where it can easily compatible yeah. with uh, ai so in the beginning i want to make an ai powered game but in uh, like after the like the the, the dramatic uh yes. marketing of meta like uh, right. the metaverse idea exactly. like, and mm-hmm. i came up with more thoughts on the market like how, uh, what is the market application of it I so see. i figured out that the whole thing like like people like Mm-hmm. I just started to notice like the impact of AR and VR and exactly. a huge demand in 3D content. That's why I wanted to, you know, you, you like uh, leverage or right. amplify the impact of this AI by integrating like AI generated content so that we can get like diverse, infinite 3D mm-hmm. content. So that's why, you know, uh, I came up with all these uh, solutions to lower the cost of 3D to uh, enable uh, more, more content. And so that, you know, we can, uh, because... <laughs> Like my Oculus headset, like I, I, went, I was actually a super <laughs> yeah. old Oculus, uh, Oculus user, and right. after after like two to three months, I like after I went through the whole uh, campaign of Beat Saber, mm. and I just leave the yeah. headset alone because there's <laughs> there's just no yeah yeah that's just no too much good content to keep keep that's me so on the headset true. and so true. yeah so yeah. that's why I think if there's a huge like demand and my solution will be right well positioned to to solve this. One hundred percent, I love that, and you know, again, it's, from what I hear, it's streamlining the entire process of creating you know, these 3D worlds, right? And enabling, you know, uh, this generative, you know, 3D creation um, of, you know, content so that you can be used in Oculus on computer, et cetera, um, which is insane considering, you know, the size of the entire gaming market, the size and growth of like, like you said, virtual metaverses, things along those lines, right? So there's no doubt, there's tons of opportunities here. And I think you're very well positioned um, for something great. So I guess, you know, you mentioned a couple, you know, key terms, right? In terms of like the advantage that you currently have in terms of the tech um, versus perhaps what's already on the market or what's being used, right? Specifically, um, Voxel, right? So can yeah. you go into a little bit depth of that? How did you find out about this technology? Um, how did you learn it? And then um, how did you find ways to actually implement this? Uh, and, you know, feel free to talk about as much detail as you like. Yeah, so yeah, a little bit uh, 
of uh, background knowledge. So yeah. Voxel is more like a like a block based three uh, D structure. It's very similar to Minecraft. Like Minecraft mm. actually uses Voxel system. Like uh, actually, like most like a lot of people. Uh, so so a lot of video games nowadays they use polygon mesh structure. Mm. It's actually tra- all the way traced back to thirty years ago in the nineteen nineties. Uh, yep. The producers of uh, the graphic cards, uh, they decide to use triangular rendering because that is like more uh, higher performance. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately, because of they use triangular structures, which make the uh, like AI compatibility really hard, and also yep. making the, uh, the the production of a content like even harder. Yeah. So like the voxel structure is more like a block, like like a three year old know how to play break, like play yes. Legos, play right. break. break. It, it's exactly. it's intuitive. Exactly, but on the other hand, the triangular structure, like it's it's way like it's super counterintuitive, and it's mm. you know you have to really right. learn a lot of courses like in Blenders and Adobe's <laughs> and Cinema 4D, yes, all those absolutely. stuff, like they, they you know to produce such kind of content. So because right now the computer is way more performance and performant, and you know the demands of the technology have shifted mm-hmm. from. Uh, performance focus right. to more of the content focus where right. you can generate like diverse experiences to fulfill mm-hmm. uh fulfill the whole uh like the whole diversity of, of, of the uh, of the content so so i think that you know the voxel structure uh is being abandoned 30 years ago but we want to bring yep. it back wow. but we want to also improve it because of like the traditional voxel structure is uh really really um, i mean it's it's like because it's three dimension, like yeah. the the storage space is huge uh, for right. for those type of structures. That's why we uh, figured out like we, we want to improve based on the voxel. We build like a much more compressive storage way of mm-hmm. uh, voxel. We yeah. came up with like Octree or direct uh, uh, like a DAG algorithm yeah. which can store all those voxel weight like mm-hmm. very very compressive. Absolutely. And also the, there's another reason we we use voxel is that um, uh, despite uh, so. So I did mention uh, the, the content production, and the second is AI compatibility. I also yes. mentioned. I think that there's a, a, a third version because yes. of you know right now the the current game engine is uh, like adding more feature like ray tracing and right. Right. Um, and and the physics engine like mm-hmm. all those destructive physics engine. That's like a future. Unreal Engine Five. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't know if you heard of a game called Teardown. No, I have not. They use but... Voxel, but yeah. Uh, actually, some of our audience may know. So yes. may know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So actually, Voxel is way more efficient in physics engine, and also it's way more compatible with ray tracing. So that's why uh-huh. we believe that's the future, because with the choose of this te- technical, uh, with with the choose of this tech stack, it, it really shortened our way to future technologies, and which right. bring revolutionary experiences. As you can see, like the the, the traditional gaming market in recent years, like it's, their improvements really incremental. Like they they don't really yes. like. A revol- revolutionize exactly. like something, exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why we wanted to change the whole tech stack, and we want to bring like more fresh blood into the gaming industry, and also catching this like pivoting point of the the huge increase in demand in the content that we can you know really make something here. Wow, dude, I totally see it. I think it makes a lot of sense, uh, especially considering you know sometimes if it's not too broken, you know, it shouldn't be replaced. Especially in the sense here, right? Like when there is opportunity to bring something like that back. Um, I don't think the general community would even not like that because I'm sure there's people that still have or clinging on to the traditional system. And I'm sure they'll be glad to see parts of it back as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So I also kind of move on to the uh, the business development side, right? Because that's also yeah. a huge element um, when it comes to building, you know, starting up a company, anything along those lines. So, you know, more than, again, another broad question, you know, what are certain of the challenges that you faced um, when you started your business? And did you expect them? Um, and how did you deal with them? Um, I guess on a, you know, on a team level, on a human, uh, personal, psychological level, and then um, how do you feel uh, it has you know contributed to your growth as a whole, as a human, and also as a business? 
Well, so I think it's really, um, for me, it's really stressful right now because mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in the middle of the fundraising process. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also a little bit more background because I grew up in China and I, I, I was actually a, like a first generation immigrant. Yeah. Um, yes. It's, you know, I don't have any network here. And yes. like when I arrived here, I barely speak this language. Mm-hmm. And, yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's absolute like huge um, journey for me. Like it's it's just like a video game. Yes. <laughs> well, I so that. I think from in a in a business perspective, uh, I think I learned a lot from like the like our Fisher Business School. Uh, I yes. was um, making good connection, uh, mm-hmm. starting from because uh, I don't have any connections yeah, in the US. I started making connection with our professors, and mm-hmm. he referred me to like student clubs and local That's investors. Awesome. I started yeah. to build up uh, connection with the local entrepreneurship communities, and right now I'm uh, leveraging uh, more like a LinkedIn or yeah. leveraging. Uh, those technology outreach right. uh, like zoom all the stuff to yes. making connections to wider scale to silicon valley mm-hmm. um and also i made connection uh with uh like a game uh, a game company as well like that's awesome that that ceo really gave me a lot of advice and i'm really thankful yeah um but you know because of like me as a first time founder i really like and also i was like in a in a non-business background which is yeah. from a research more kind of, of course. Like, engineering course. research background yeah. like i feel like i found a hard time to really like um to really um like i i hate saying manipulation but like i want to say it like because sometimes the <laughs> yeah. management is kind of it, it's a good like it's a good purpose manipulation of of you, you basically wanted to like let people believe in you and they work you want to you know you don't want to like being too controlling where you right. destroy their own passion like mm-hmm. of our mm-hmm. engineers but at the same time you want to like to like setting incentives in a way where they can you know working like mm-hmm. get back on track of course and uh i think like whether the engineers and the co-founders the, the all those relationships that's super complicated yeah. to me <laughs> um yeah i actually want to ask you like what specific aspect like you want to ask me about like yeah uh, i mean I, I mean i have a few things to say already right um first of yeah. all when it comes to like you know doing business as someone who's from a technical background you really do have to change your mindset because it's a very soft kind of skill right when you're talking to people when you're um, working with a team it's not like you said technical we have to give them tasks it's more so um when it's a leader right like emotional because you have to be able to inspire in a way where you're providing a vision right and i think you're kind of getting to that part where it's like there is more to just the micromanagement but also like you know it's, it's the sales part of it right we're just getting your team to activate so when it comes to the team perspective and the business development part of that, I totally get it. You're speaking my language. Yeah, I so, think uh, yeah. there's actually another different way that I look right. at this. Mm-hmm. I just came. I just uh, remember it because right. I want to treat like the whole business as engineering. That's uh, that's the I first see. lesson. Um, so why why I want to say it's it's more of engineering because um, because of like I want to treat everything uh, like out of my like out of my personal boundary. Like right. because sometimes if you spend too much time on one project you really yes. like have emotion on it like when mm-hmm. you get rejected by investor when people exactly. disapprove you exactly. like it really hurtful sometimes I, that's why i want to like really convert the whole business into a like engineering machine where I can, like yeah. it's just like i'm playing a video game where right, right, you know right. i i can die in a video game but i cannot die in the real world right so right. when i play when i play this business video game i wanted to not fearing the failure. Yes, I see. So I, I, yeah, I, I don't want you know. So I don't want those like human natures to affect my mm-hmm. decision making mm-hmm. and and my performance. So I'm building myself as a machine. It's more like a computer. Uh, you know, like I yeah. have like a like a like a uh, like a uh, focused schedule, yeah. like yeah. where I have limited amount of resources, but I want to like 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 doing like industry engineering like yeah. kind of scheduling to maximize the performance. 
And also I want to separate the whole, like I want to treat the whole thing as a playing a video game where I can like, like not being over, uh, not like not blow up my ego, mm-hmm. uh, not, 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 well, not blowing up my ego once I get a compliment or right. getting some success, but yep. also like don't, uh, when, when I, when I have something, yep. encounter some failures and I can still be, exactly. uh, deciding yeah. the same way that i did 100 i think i think that's the beauty of life you know what i mean it's the beauty of a video game is the fact that um you can die you're okay which is similar yeah. to the real world right like you obviously don't die right in the real world but like failure is you know always something that will happen no matter where you go right and yeah. i think that's just also one game. yes yeah. <laughs> one small thing i want to mention because right, actually right. i i studied financial mathematics major in the university oh, actually nice. there's a there's a concept called uh there i forget what, what is that uh formula uh uh, I forget the name of formula, but yeah. what? So that formula measures a risk, a total risk level of investors. Okay. So the, the reason I want to mention it here is that uh, there's actually you know a lot of models that's mm-hmm. trying to uh, trying to describe uh, a pe- like a people's investments, uh, right. their emotion, their emotional impact on their investment. Yes. Some people are more risk uh, tolerant. Some yes. some people are like less risk tolerant. Like sometimes you know I want I wanted to turn this as a like an engineering machine where I find the statistically optima. Where uh, I, you know, okay. you know, averaging yeah. out like whether I wanted to be more like like but you know I want averaging out my like own like mm-hmm. uh, personal uh, feelings. I see. And to make the real statistical uh, uh, optima of Got a solution. It. Got it. So so it's it's the it's maximizing your I guess is it your stress level or is it your like ability to take the risk with success or is it like no. um, a combination so of. It, well, it's more like uh, I wanted to maximize the total performance of the business, like how mm. how I position, like how I position myself in this big environment. Yeah. Like I want to make a, I, I want to turn the turn the business into a machine where it performs the best. I see. Okay. So that's why me as the driver of this whole machine, absolutely. I want to be like absolutely, absolutely like rational and mm. get rid of any like I want to model all the risk and model all the trials and model mm. all the fears into the statistical models where I can like take out all my personal uh, emotion where eventually mm. I can make the right decision but to drive you, this machine. Mm, that's very, yeah, that's yeah. a very interesting concept, right? Because sometimes we feel that if we use only logic, right, then we miss out on experiences that, you know, come from intuition, right? And the intuition sometimes um, provide that like, you know, ex- you know, instant momentary, momentary like insight that'll provide, you know, more value than logic sometimes does. So. Have there been times maybe that you remember that perhaps you didn't act logically um, that still worked out mm-hmm. for you? Um, or perhaps like times where you did work, you know, intuitively and uh, it worked out for you. Because I feel well, like, you know, it, this, mm-hmm. this is a balance, right? You can't rock the boat. But, yeah. Um, I'd be, I'd be I think it's really, yeah. yeah. I think it's really based on like your personal preference. Yeah. Because to me, like you, you always have to like try the arrow to find the best way mm-hmm. you can make a decision. Exactly. I think the, 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 the more intuitive aspect uh, I, I use more intuitive aspect on the uh, on the innovation, like the yeah. actual development yeah. of technologies, like where I think this is gonna be true and mm-hmm. that's what I believe and I gotta do that. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I tried I tried like right. to use uh, intuition on the business operation, like yeah. handle all the all the like business things, Absolutely. and it's it, it turned out very bad. So that's why <laughs> you know that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I always try to prioritize intuition, but sometimes the logic can be like can exactly. be uh like the backup plan for you right. and because because as a business leader especially an entrepreneur like i want to be yeah. all-rounded I, I don't want to be like like there's some like some of my drawback yes, really exactly. like draw, like draw me back i don't want to mm-hmm. like you know i want to be all-rounded so that's why you know sometimes the logic is that's very crucial as well yeah that 100 makes sense and especially like yeah. i understand your primary point which is that 
sometimes you have negative emotions that like impact your speed at which you're operating and perhaps like can cloud judgment right so by removing some of those emotions right like you can make like you said the mathematically optimal decision um you know regardless of the situation that's calculatable and infutable and uh sometimes like you know it's interesting to think about how and what variables we can use within that calculation to really like maximize right and how do we measure that but it's i think it's a fantastic thought experiment um yeah but yeah as we as we definitely are we running out as we are running out of time i also want to kind of hear more about like you know what you're currently uh in the works on so i know you're in a fundraising round um you know if you're open to it i'd love to hear like how it's going sure. uh and like how you know any investors could potentially reach out to you get involved um if they are interested yeah currently we are raising a seed round um yeah. actually because of uh like mostly i i i try to do like cold outreach because like the warm introduction is mostly like ohio basis like right. i don't think like a lot of uh not too judgmental <laughs> but like most of yeah. ohio investors that that really listen to our pitch uh just don't think it's something that they can really under like understand yeah. deeply yeah. into that of course so um so i yeah we really looking uh we are really looking an investment that can uh bring us to uh california because mm. because okay. we want to like currently we um we our team is like three person uh we uh working in-house yeah um uh, we don't really hire uh people uh, actually we hire like a part-time or um or freelancer but okay. full-time is just three of us like um currently we plan to um continue improving the um, the engine where yes. the creator can produce higher quality content mm -hmm. um because our next goal is to generate a paid user uh yeah. which you know which awesome. is like product you know product market fit but as we observe like most of the among the most of the gaming uh ugc gaming platform like the, their difficulty is to increase the content quality so we, we wanted to spend most of our uh, seed run money on the uh on this part, uh, increasing mm -hmm. the uh, quality of the engine. Mm -hmm. uh, once we do that, uh, we we will uh, try to go to market, um, uh, collaborating with streamers, mm -hmm. um, I love it. YouTubers, uh, like for those uh, mutually beneficial business where we can amplify the impact of uh, of our right. uh, concept. Yep. Um, currently, we are launching on Steam, and uh, we are receiving a lot. Like, we we actually have like thousands of uh, registration, but that's awesome. Um, yeah, but like <laughs> we observe awesome. actually, yeah. Like mm -hmm. actually, most actually, like to be honest, like uh, to be honest, like our rotation data is bad, okay. right now because we don't really have a lot of games gameplay on the platform. Like people sure. treat it as a game, right. but uh, we don't have any gameplay. We right now it's just like a like a workshop or of course Steam uh yeah. Steam workshop or uh, Minecraft creative mode. I so <laughs> yeah, I so yeah, so yeah, we we wanted to like right now my engineering on the other side of the office he, he's doing the uh, like developing the gameplay where. Mm -hmm. uh, where we 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 wanted to generate like more retention so that we can Absolutely. like uh like execute the uh, yep. the campaign more effectively. So that's I think no, what we got to do next. One hundred percent. I I love it. I think um, you know, like I said, this is this is a very uh, ambitious right business that you're undergoing. Um, and yeah. you know, especially since you know I'm also a first generation immigrant, I know exactly what it's like to have you know zero warm connections. And I think you know just by you reaching out to me, I know like you know like everything's a volume game, right? The more uh contacts you have, the more contracts you get. Right. So yeah. the more, you know, times you hit, more doors you knock on, the better chances you're gonna get something. And you yeah. know, even just doing that, getting better every single pitch, like, dude, you're 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 more than on the right path. And I'm confident and I'm very proud to like see all, all the stuff that you're doing. So, you know, yeah. I, I look forward to seeing, you know, the game more in action. Um, you know, is there is there a way um that, you know, do you mind sharing your email address or perhaps like absolutely um like even uh like the link to the website or the Steam game? um yeah yeah it's all on our website uh so our website is st.world 
Perfect. It's actually a, I actually got this domain like like two years ago before everybody said. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. World. Um, mm-hmm. my email is Bell. Like my name is uh, mm-hmm. Bell. Jingle Bell is Bell. Uh, at st. World. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. I love that. <laughs> st. World. Very yeah. very futuristic. Very Web three man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because when I first came up, actually, this name is like all the way traced back to my middle school. I wanted ah, like st. Okay. System terminal. Yeah. Mm, uh, I want to build a virtual world system of the future. So I it's a it, system bro. terminal. I want to use terminal because I want to like this the computer. I want to be really thankful yeah. for for all the developer of Linux system, Unix system. Like wow. that's, Damn, that's very you know smart. those people. <laughs> yeah, those people really bring us like the like really build the foundation mm-hmm. of the billion dollar like trillion dollar industry uh, nowadays. Yeah, those people are. A genius. Dude, dude, <laughs> just through this conversation alone, I know you're more than fundamentally you know ready for the future. And like I said, I'm very excited to see what you do. And bro, like I'm with you all the way. So. You know, with that, I, I really do appreciate your time, Bell. And um, thank you so much. Let's make this happen, man. Let's make let's make yeah. ST platforms a huge success, bro. Thank you so much, um, yeah, for bringing me this opportunity. Um, yeah.